0: Xenir, Gauntalus, Kotix, Awara. Long ago, the four ancients created a world in harmony. Then, everything changed when the chat amped magic. Only Kelmor, master of good vibes, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. Two years have passed, and four adventurers have discovered a conspiracy, a company selling magic. And although their role play is great, They have a lot of XP to earn before they're ready to save anyone. But I believe they can save the world. So last time we were here at this table telling stories in the hallowed wing badger tavern, we witnessed some brutal combat because after attempting to secure an audience with the queen, we were given an ultimatum. Wigbert, the noble through which everyone must schedule their appointments with the queen, He's busy. He's got crap going on. And one of his biggest problems is he needs to find a stand-up comedian. If you can bring him a funny man, then he will arrange for you to see the queen. You can make your case and hopefully get safe passage for Laredith, the Avatar of Awara, which is the whole reason we came here. Um, However, on your way to fetch Fox and convince him to try and be funny despite being one-legged and kind of like depressed right now, uh, on the way there, we encountered four constructs that were sent by the Aboleths. they were what we might call like scout class constructs they were like reconnaissance droids essentially and we engaged them in in royal combat and by that i mean radford ran straight up the wall and chased one down and then beat it with his bare hands While Alan leapt up the wall like some kind of frog-hybrid monster thing, ripped the leg off of a robot, shot his flamethrower into the exposed socket, (laughs) dragged it to the ground, and fell with it, falling unconscious but utterly destroying that construct." Um, Radford halted his vertical sprint to go and tend to Allen, and so he is not rolling death safes. Allen is doing okay. He's at one hit point. He's laying on the ground surrounded by the battered pieces of the construct he broke. Radford, I believe, is still carrying the construct he broke, and they are one tier below tonight's first focus. Tonight, we begin our session with Zothkug Hibub, who has just stepped out of the verticulator on the 10th tier of Gaim. On his way to warn Fox that there are robots running up the walls to attack them. Or climbing the walls, really, is what they're doing. But as you step out of the verticulator, Zothkug, you see instead that sprinting across one of the great long bridges towards you is one of these scout class droids. It probably doesn't know you're there in particular, it's just that it has to pass you to get to the four guys HQ. So technically, like if you did not engage it in combat, it would probably just keep running. Meanwhile, just a little ways away on the same tier, Fox has followed one of these scout class droids to the four guys HQ. Um, It is inside evicting the red vipers who we tricked into moving into that location. It is evicting gang members by literally throwing them off the edge of the pendant, and they are falling, presumably, to their deaths. We do not know how far they have fallen or what has become of them. Uh, but Fox was like, yeah, that's that's a bit much. And Fox decided to go and intervene with Shadow Walker egging him on. I would like Zothkug and Fox to both roll initiative, please.
1: Zoth got 16.
0: That's a five total. Wow. We're going to begin with the droid near Fox. Fox, as you oh, approach, boy. you see that uh, red vipers have stopped being flung out of the four guys hq building you are just around the corner you're close enough you know you've been moving as fast as your hobbling leg would allow you you can hear inside now it sounds like piles of things are being moved and shifted and the droid actually exits the door just in front of you with its arms laden with Four Guys weaponry, it seems that uh, perhaps in your move as Four Guys Ventures and Vibes pulled out to safe passage, they maybe missed some of their weapons and armaments, and this scout droid has picked like some of the better ones. It's got some of your rifles of Ice Shard that you had dropped off for repair. It's got some of the bats that Savage Tempest donated to the cause. It's got you know, it's got it's got a pretty significant pile of stuff. And it's going to try and leave that's going to bring us to the droid who is rushing towards Zothkug. zoth as you look down the bridge you see this thing sprinting toward you other people who are just going about their day living their lives being whoever they are pushed to the side knocked over a cart is flipped and a horse begins causing a little bit of a, a pandemonium on the on the bridge as this droid rushes past them without really much attention being paid to those that it's running by the mayhem and the havoc creating a little bit of a disturbance behind it and that disturbance is actually blocking the um, city watch or the the tenth tier you know watchmen from coming up and, and encountering it or getting to it they have instead they have to stop and kind of help control the crowd and manage the flow of people. It rushes straight towards you and it makes eye contact with you, but you are not totally sure if it has recognized you. It will, on its next turn, pull even with you to where you could, like, damage it or hit it. So you basically will have one round before it has reached you, which is convenient because it's your turn.
1: Awesome. Um. How, so you said it's, like, 30 feet away from me then?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's 60 feet away from you. It's dashing. Oh, okay. So...
1: that's That works, too. Um, I'm going to cast guiding bolt at second level on it. Okay. Um, so Zoth, like, sees it rushing, he, like, braces himself, takes, like, a step back, and he begins to to channel his energy through the, uh, the small weave behind him. And as you see lightning begin to form around his fingers, he just puts, like, a palm out and shoots the lightning
0: from his hand. 14 Your crackling bolt of energy flies towards the droid, and it the droid sees it coming and kind of ducks out of the way. You are confident now that it has pegged you as a threat, and it seems that it is kind of turning its attention towards you.
1: For a bonus action, I'm going to cast a spiritual weapon, so Zothcog will create a floating scimitar behind it.
0: Okay, roll a hit.
2: 22. That's going to hit. 6 damage. Alright, so how close am I to this... You're like ten feet away. Right, right, right. Okay, so you know Fox been in a couple of tussles. Never really been the one for martial arts, but he's he's gonna give a shot and go for like a high kick, but using Shadow Walker um, as the foot to kick with and turning it into a blade mid kick. Okay, should I roll this on impro- like as an improvised weapon? You don't need to roll it as an improvised weapon
0: but you do need to roll it with um, disadvantage because you're you're working with uh, an improvised leg. So a two on the die again all right <laughs> Ta- you kind of take a flying leap with your scimitar but unfortunately the you're just not trained in use like when you would use a blade you would use your hands you're not really sure how to get the timing or the length for it and so you actually don't get the range right so you do an excellent swipe with your with your sword but it's just it's like a foot and a half closer to you than it would be if it was on your arm at the end of an extension And so you do this really cool swipe. Nothing happens. Um, You don't fall over. You're able to catch yourself, like, kind of leaning up against the wall. And the droid turns around, looks back at you. And now it also has
2: identified that you are here. Wait, wait, wait. I need to specify. Has it identified me as being present or as a threat? It just has, like, identified that you're there. Wow.
0: (laughs) Yep. That's all. It's looking at you limping on the wall. It hasn't decided if you're a threat yet. I'm going to roll an insight for it. I
2: feel like it's patronizing me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: As we move into the next round, the uh, first construct that we're going to focus on will be the one that's up there with Fox. Um, It has identified that Fox is a threat. And so uh, as we move into its turn, it'll take that action. Meanwhile, Zothkug has sent crackling bolts of energy towards his construct. He's got a spiritual weapon, a scimitar with no other description floating in the air behind it and uh, kind of a panicked crowd in the background. The first construct that sees Fox leaps into action. So it's going to drop the things it's carrying and it raises its arms up in sort of like a, a fighting stance but instead of stepping towards you for a melee attack, you see that um, the wrists sort of slide open and inside of them there are little caltrops that it ejects towards you and it covers the ground in caltrops. Um, this means that like when you move through the, f- the, the field of, of caltrops, you take 1d4 of damage, basically. May I
3: ask what a caltrop is so I can get a word picture?
0: They're small spikes that cover the ground. Oh, okay. Um, they were very common in feudal Japan. It flickers in front of you it glows with the orange glow of a cipher, and then it vanishes. It no. has used a cipher of invisibility on itself. It's not about um, to
2: nothing, personnel kid. Me, is it? <laughs>
0: I don't know. You you haven't actually like you you don't know where it went from there. Sure. You don't hear the sound of it moving. Um, you, in fact, why don't you roll a perception? Let's see if you get any clue about it moving.
2: Dice, don't don't fail me. All right. Now, if we think about it, guys. (laughs) Nope, we're not
0: going to think about it. Moving on to the next one that is about to attack Zothkug. Uh, It has the spiritual weapon behind it, but it's dashing, and so it's going to easily outpace that weapon as it rushes towards you, Zoth. After your crackling bolt of energy, it knows that you are an enemy, and so as it rushes towards you, it's going to lift up one arm forwards just like the the freaking battle droids in Star Wars and it's going to fire a guiding bolt of its own back at you at second level. It rolled an 11 to hit. Does that hit you? That does not hit me. In just the same way that it was able to dodge your guiding bolt, you now duck out of the <laughs> way of its guiding bolt as it closes the distance towards you. It's going to stop 10 feet away from you. It comes to a skidding halt um, just to avoid the being in, in melee range or provoking any opportunity attacks if it disengages or whatever. Like, it's just trying to play it safe here. Yeah. But it has stopped, and just like the one with Fox did, Um, You see this one's going to use its ankles. It little door slides back. It shoots some little caltrops on the ground. So again, moving represents 1d4 of damage. Okay. Uh, That brings us to Zothkug's turn. 60 seconds.
1: Uh, Zothkug, feeling uh, slighted that he missed the first time, he is going to try and cast
0: Guiding Bolt again. (laughs) I love the visual of just like these two... (laughs) These <laughs> two enemies shooting <laughs> bolts of energy at each other on a bridge with no visible cover between them and they can't land a hit. It's a very acrobatic wizard yes. duel. Yeah, the DC to beat here is a 15. Okay, 27 to hit this time. 27's going to hit it. It's 10 feet away, come on. <laughs> Uh, you 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 hit it with a crackling bolt of guided energy. That is gonna be sixteen,
1: I guess, lightning, da- lightning damage. I believe uh, radiant, radiant damage.
0: Kind of, you see it leave some like scorch marks along the the metal construction of its arm. Uh, the one that it fired its guiding bolt down, yours arcs back up, it, leaving behind some kind of burns and, and smoky scorch marks.
1: And then, as a bonus action, I can move my spiritual weapon uh, twenty feet closer. So obviously, I can't get to it this turn, but it'll be closer. Um, and just it,
0: slowly chasing yeah, it.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is a a green tinted like energy scimitar.
0: Fox's turn. Uh, Fox, the remember the ground before you has some weapons scattered on it, but the construct itself has vanished. You're not sure what happened to it.
2: Hmm. Besides the ice sniper, what else is there? There are three bats, two uh, ice shard
0: rifles, and there are two consumable constructs or uh, consumable ciphers. You are not sure which like spells they have in them. Um, There's something that Randy has been working on, but you, you're not sure what what's in there.
2: Okay. Um, Fox looks down at his uh, at Shadowwalker. He's like. We're going to have to practice a bit more, Um, and I'm going to uh, look at my wrist and, like, let's put you to good use and hope I don't get stuck in some weird wall, and I'm going to use the uh, Morbius strip there to reach out and grab um, one of those ciphers and instantly use it. You reach towards the
0: cipher, and you roll percentile die. Uh, Wash, does he need to be in the upper 30 or the lower 30 for something bad to happen? Like... So, either 0 to 70 is safe or 30 to 100 is safe. Upper. Okay. So, 30 to 100 is safe.
2: 44.
0: 44. All right. The uh, It sparks a little bit as you activate it, but you feel a weird sort of, like, pressure put pinching in on Ooh. your wrist as you reach forwards, as if there's, like, you're pushing through, like, a, a jello or something. Like, you know, there's more air than there should be, kind of condensed. You p- reach through, and sure enough, you pick up one of the ciphers, you pull it back, you are just choosing at random, so I'm also going to choose at random. Uh, you pull back the cipher, and you activate it immediately. You cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw, and on a failed save, the creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. If the ground is loose, earth, or stone, it becomes difficult to rain until cleared, with each 5-foot diameter portion requiring at least one minute to clear by hand. This spell is called Earth Tremor, and as... As it goes off, there's a save that's going to be made here. He's touched the ground. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, the construct rolled very well on its save, and so it does not uh, fall or become apparent to you, or anything like that. You get no clues as to where it is, mm. but the Earth tremor is enough to knock all of the caltrops off the side of the pendant as it kind of starts swinging back and forth just a little bit. Pl- the steel cable is is plenty strong to hold it up. It's not like you're going to fall over or anything, but you have knocked the caltrops off the and ground and avoided that danger for yourself.
2: I feel bad for whoever's down there. They they have bodies <laughs> raining on them, and now they just have metal spikes just coming out, like. Go, this does inside. seem like, yeah.
0: This does seem like it's about to be an issue. Don't go. Uh, outside. Are you doing a move action at all or are you staying right where you are?
2: Um Well, I, I think using the cipher was probably an action, right? Yes. So I'm going to not move. I'm gonna if I'm not already, I'm gonna back up against the wall, I guess. Because I know I'm pretty close to it if I'm already leaning on it. I'm gonna put my back to the wall.
0: All right, you put your back to the wall.
2: And I'm uh um, switch to having Shadow Walker in my hand. Second oh, okay. Breaker. I see. So you're going to basically try and stay in place and fight that way? Yeah.
0: Alright. What's your AC? Mm, I don't like hearing that. It's 15. It's 15. Uh, as you step backwards, you see an ice shard slam into the ground right where you were standing as if you had just stepped out of melee range and provoked an opportunity attack from an attacker above you, though you cannot see the droid. Uh, That brings us to the top of initiative and back to Zothkug's foe. Uh, The crackling energy leaving scorch marks up its arm as it kind of recalibrates and tries to decide what to do. It crouches down in front of you and you realize just a half second too late that it is just building up potential energy. It springs forward turning it into kinetic energy and tries to tackle you to the ground. It's going to, you know, kind of roll roll an attack on you here. This is going to be an opposed strength check.
1: Can I use dex to try and slip, like, instead of, like, use brute force? Leap out of the way?
0: Yeah. Uh, You could leap out of the way and fall prone um, because the way it's leaping towards you, its arms are stretched to its full wingspan. So, like, you would have to really dive as a tall guy to get out of the way. So, but that's fine. You can use dex instead. The number to beat is 18. 17. It slams into you and you can feel the kind of jitter reverberate around your shoulders as this metal unyielding thing launches itself into you. You take nine points of damage as it slams you to the ground and it's going to try and engage you in a grapple to keep you prone. So this is athletics or acrobatics on your part to oppose it.
1: I am using acrobatics.
0: The number for you to beat is a 13. Uh,
1: That is a uh, natural one.
0: It closes in and pins you in place and you feel a whisper in the back of your head go, we're in control now as your alignment becomes evil oh. uh, for the next minute of in-game time and you feel like the there's like this pulsing wave of energy coming from the rod of wisdom. Um, there, the voices in your head become loud and and kind of pandemonious and you almost have trouble like processing your own thoughts. Um, in addition, the uh the droid that's over top of you, you can hear some kind of cipher or machinery going off inside. Like it's doing something, but you're not sure what. It sounds like it's communicating in some way. Okay. Um, but you're you're not sure what that means. Um, we cut over to the construct that's attacking Fox. It is going to roll an actual attack now. Fox, it rolled a fourteen. How'd it do? That's not fifteen. It's not a fifteen. Okay it leaps down towards you, uh, attempting to like kind of shove you off. And I'm not sure why it misses. Maybe it miscalculated the trajectory. Maybe it has conflicting orders and it's trying. There are like two different algorithms trying to take over like a defense and a sentry um, programming or fighting each other. But for whatever reason, it just misses you. You still can't see it, but you see a huge crack here in the ground, like right in front of you where it slams into the ground attempting to pin you, Um, it stays there on the ground for just a half second and then tries to move. You do get an attack of opportunity because you're aware that it's there. It's trying to disengage to like, it can't take that action, but it's trying to disengage so it can hide from you and start another sneak attack. But you can go ahead and roll your attack of opportunity if you wish to use your reaction for that.
2: (laughs) Of course. And I would assume this is a disadvantage even though I know that they're in front of me, they're still invisible. Yes. Okay. In that case, does a 14 hit? Sorry, 15? I do a math. A 15
0: does hit. The attacker wins in a tie, and their AC is 15. So oh. you are able to hit it with a 15. My
2: clone. My AC clone. For glory! Shadow Walker is excited to be used. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be happy with, uh, with mechanical parts, but, you know, it's better than nothing. Uh... But yeah, no, I'll I'll just swing wildly in front of me.
0: You want to tell us about the damage that Shadow Walker inflicts, no, maybe?
2: I don't, actually. I thought about it, and I decided I, I kill him. Do I get to do that? <laughs> I don't think I get to do that. <laughs> you don't really get to do that, no. Okay, that's a 12.
0: A 12. 12 points of damage as Shadow Walker slams in and you actually see for just the briefest moment it flickers back into visibility and then back out again. As it flickers into visibility you can see that just by complete happenstance you've landed in like one of the chinks between the plates on the outside of it and like a little spark kind of jitters back out again um, as you lance into it with Shadow Walker. Uh, you get the sense that you haven't done like serious damage where it's like going to break down or fall apart or anything like that. But you you do feel like you have in some way impacted its ability to use some of like its cool power ups and add ons and things like that. Maybe you've disabled something, some tool that it has.
3: I did something.
0: Yeah, you did something. You're just not sure what it is.
3: Deactivated the DLC, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, big update. Got to
0: got to download and install a, a, yeah. a new version of it. Um, so. That brings us back around to the... the t- No, that's Zothkug's turn. Yes. Uh, that brings us back over to Zothkug. We flip back across to where Zothkug has been pinned with alignment evil. Uh, as a reminder, an evil alignment does not necessarily mean that you want bad things for everybody else. An evil alignment means that you don't care about anybody else. You don't take other people's feelings into account. You're not concerned. You just want the easy way. Okay. Um and the voices in the back of your head, like the the ones that are trying to take over, are telling you that like you don't need companions. If you let them die, you might be able to just like get in good with the princess and like start your own thing.
1: <laughs> Zothkug is first gonna move the spiritual weapon another twenty feet. I think it's still twenty feet away though, right? It is. Okay. Yes. Um, and then he's gonna cast the command spell on it. Okay. Um, he's he's gonna be like, hey man, you need to chill. Um, and I need him to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, number to beat is seventeen.
0: You you cast the spell and you were confident it worked properly, the construct does not respond. It doesn't like it doesn't seem like you've changed anything about what it's doing. You are still grappled.
1: Could I use spend my move action to try and get out? Sure. I'll allow that. Uh, Go ahead okay. and roll
0: athletics or acrobatics.
1: I'm rolling acrobatics, and that is a natural twenty for a total of twenty two.
0: Nice. You handily escape. Um, now you just have the evil voices in the back of your head to contend with. In fact, on a natural twenty, you escape in such a way that the the droid is left like prone. It doesn't like stand back up or anything like that. So it will lose half its move speed on the next turn trying to stand up. Okay. Uh, so that's the situation over there. We whip pan back across the 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 tenth tier here. Zoom over to check in with Fox. So I still can't see them though, right? Uh, no, you can't see them.
2: Ah. Uh... I I guess um, If nothing else has crazily changed I'm just going to go ahead and uh, Swing around Crazily until I hopefully hit something In front of me Swinging at random Yeah.
0: Uh, If you're not moving at all, if you're just swinging in place Then you do not uh, You're not going to hit anything So, Fox is just basically trying to keep it away from him at this point. It's like a defensive... In fact, let's call it the dodge action for this turn. Like, it's going to make it harder for you to be approached. So, uh, it will have disadvantage if it attacks you. Um, And that brings us to the top of the round here. And, firstly, the construct that Zothkug attacked... That construct stands up in front of you. Okay. Gets to its feet. (laughs) Gets to its feet, and... You can see the like kind of scuffs on its fists from where it had pinned you to the ground and stuff. It's looking towards you, but it almost seems like it's analyzing you instead of actually moving. It takes a little while to to like kind of examine you. You get the sense that you're being scanned. And then it turns around and decides to leave you and it actually begins rushing uh, across the bridge, activating a cipher of haste as it does, it means that it takes a dash of 120 feet this way. Oh. Um, it's booking it. So it is booking it. It Nikes. has almost made it to Rumley, uh, where it will hopefully, I mean, whatever. You, you don't know what it hopefully does. I don't know why I almost told you that. <laughs> um, but it's rushing away down a bridge. Uh, and that brings us to the one that is fighting Fox. Uh, it's hidden somewhere. Fox isn't totally sure exactly where. It's going to... You feel three little three little darts of force slam into you. They deal nine points of damage as a cypher of magic missile is activated. Ooh. And you take those three hits. They weave right around the sword that you're using to keep the construct at bay. Um, and because they're magic missile, you have no idea where they originated from. This brings us to Zothkug's turn. Evil Zothkug, Joker Zoth. we live in
2: a society.
1: Can I make an insight check to see where it's heading and what it might be trying to do?
0: Yeah, cool. make it a disadvantage because that's a wisdom skill and the wisdom rod is trying to overpower you.
1: Could I use the rod's um, advantage feature?
0: No, not right now, you can't.
1: Okay, uh, that is a natural one.
0: That's a natural one? Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, the rod begins winning. Take two temporary points of damage to your wisdom score. Interesting. And take eleven points of psychic damage. Ouch. As the voices in your head begin, like starting to, it causes like a headache that starts to get really intense. Um, if the if the rod gets you, if if the rod is the reason that you fall to zero hit points, it will. You you will basically unattune and be sucked back inside to the same prison that Makar was. You those are the stakes as the rock tries to overpower psychic? you. Psychic. Yes, eleven psychic damage right now. Okay, uh, uh, those are the stakes we're dealing with.
1: Do I get the rest of my turn or is that it?
0: You get the rest. Of, you can do your move action.
1: Okay. Um, I will, I will move uh thirty feet closer to it.
0: To the uh, construct. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, is that all I can do?
0: Yeah, okay. I'm. Yeah, because you can't dash because you already took an action.
1: Oh, is the so, ins- yep. the insight is the action? Okay, bonus action is uh, move the, move the spiritual weapon twenty feet closer, just because there's
0: nothing else to do. I like the idea that your spiritual weapon is just kind of lazily trailing along behind. Yeah, <laughs> like like I'll catch up. Yep. I'll get to there. Um, that's it. That's it, and that brings us to Fox's turn.
2: All right at this point fox is gonna look down deep inside of himself and be like all right time to try this one out and he's gonna pull out his like mini sax right um putting shadow walker on his belt and he's gonna play a little ditty and I cast fairy fire.
4: I hate to be a stickler, but with as many times as this has bitten Owlin in the the butt. Oh no,
0: you're right. No! You're right. Zothcug and the Rod of Wisdom are not within 100
2: feet. It was a great idea and it worked until it didn't. Okay, then I just play my sex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> My friend like just
0: asked if the teacher was gonna remember to collect the I mean, homework. It, oh there's no, there has been so
4: many times that Alan has tried to use his magical tinkering. Yeah, it, it, seemed... yeah.
0: <laughs> it No, you're right. It's, it's the right thing fair. to do. It's just sad. Yeah. Uh, Fox <laughs> just plays his saxophone. Maybe we'll confuse it. It's a it. pretty, it's a pretty decent little ditty. It really cool. Uh, you feel. You feel jazzed, like you're like, yeah, I'm playing good music. The magic doesn't work though, and (laughs) you are confident that it would have if you had been near Zothkug. Like it doesn't confuse you as far as how the spell works, right? Um, You do not lose the spell slot, Um, and you're. I'm assuming still not taking a move action.
2: Um, I'll hop to the left five feet. (laughs) Okay, just like
0: just changing it up. Yeah. Okay, you change it up. You hop five feet to the left and we zoom back over to the bridge where a construct is rushing past Rumley at incredibly high speed, zooming towards the stacks and eventually the Four Guys, Ventures, and Vibes uh, home pendant of Malarkey Circle. It has not quite made it around the bend yet to the stacks. Meanwhile, there is an invisible construct somewhere. Fox isn't sure where until he feels it uh, moving very close by just as he's pulled out his saxophone to play that little ditty. Uh, a construct has moved into flanking position behind him, and whoa, it rolls whoa, whoa, whoa. a nineteen to hit. I do want to ask: I was have my back still against a wall, right? You're right. It's not technically behind you; it's above you. It's using the top of the pendant, so oh. behind you is above you. Is yeah. Wow. Um,
2: okay. Never mind. Forty. Yep, chest. But it's
0: above you, and it attacks you. Uh, it's going to reach down and just swing a big metallic fist towards your head, it's gonna try and knock you out. Mama said knock you out. Ooh, but it rolled poorly, luckily for you. It only did six points of damage, so you take six points of force damage as it hits you from above, Um, and that's going to conclude its turn, which is going to bring us to Zothkug. Um,
1: Zothkug will, how far away is it from me?
0: Uh, it's, like, way far away from you. You ran 30 feet, and in that time, it's covered 240 feet.
1: Okay, so I couldn't even get within 120 feet of it. No. Um. Do I know where Fox is? Nope. Okay, I will... Um. So I'll use my action to move 30 feet. I will okay. dash 30 feet, and then as a bonus action, I have a feature called... Um, uh, aggressive as a bonus action you can move up to your speed toward an enemy of your choice that you can see or hear so i'll move another 30 feet for a total of 90 feet of movement
0: okay the idea of zoth having an action called aggressive is pretty funny to me yeah <laughs> um, although this is evil zoth this is joker zoth we're talking that's about that's true and speaking of joker zoth i would like you to roll a wisdom save as uh, the okay. rod begins uh, attempting to continue damaging you DC to beat is a 16. Yeah, that's a 9. Oh. <laughs> that's a 9. All right, the rod gets you. Um, the voices in your head continue whispering poison into your ears as you take another four points of psychic damage. Um, they they are continuing to suggest, like, you don't need them. You could be so much more. There is power awaiting you.
1: Dice
2: hate. it. Seize it!
0: Um, and... That concludes Zothkirk's turn, which brings us back to Fox. Fox, you were just hit from above by a big old metal fist.
2: Uh, I'm I'm just putting the sacks away, grabbing Shadow Walker. I'm like, go go get him! And I'm gonna toss him straight up, straight up. Uh, you take Shadow Walker, go straight up with the attack.
0: The construct happens to be right above you, so go ahead and roll damage. It like just punched you, and you went straight up to hit it. I'm gonna. You don't need to roll for that. You oh. got him.
2: Okay, maybe just
0: roll some damage. Uh, uh, ooh,
2: ooh. That's eighteen.
0: You hear the distinctive whir of a couple motors being overloaded. As you stab into it, and you actually see a couple pieces of metal fall to the ground at your feet and flicker into visibility. The construct is not dead, but you have you're dealing real damage to it now, and it's it's be becoming worn. Um, you think we got him, Shadow Walker? Uh, of course we did. This battle is for glory and we are glorious. <laughs> we come back around to the top of initiative order where, whizzing around the corner of the stacks and towards Malarkey Circle, a, another construct rushes forwards. It makes it to the back of Malarkey Circle. It has not made it around, but it will join the fray in the next round.
2: Ash. At the
0: same time, there's the construct that you've just stabbed with Shadow Walker. It's going to still, it's still like right up there. You've stabbed Shadow Walker into it and basically pulled the sword back down. Um, you hear a bzzz, and it flickers into visibility as it loses quote-unquote concentration, basically deactivating the invisibility cipher and activating its guiding bolt from right above you. Oh. A
2: 23. Oh, darn.
0: 19 points of radiant damage as uh crackling energy arcs down through, starting at your scalp, your hair standing on end, arcs across your back and down towards your feet.
2: Now, I, I saw where that attack came from this time, right?
0: You did. It flickered into visibility. You can see it. Zothkug, it's your turn.
1: Um, it, You said around rounded the corner? Yeah. How far away is it's the corner from me?
0: way ahead of you. Okay. Um... You're probably at this speed. Your next dash will bring you Yeah, two rounds of dashing will bring you around the corner.
1: Okay, so I'll move the 30 feet, bonus action, move the 30 feet, and then dash the 30 feet. Nice. For another total of 90.
0: Yep, so if you do that again next round, it'll get you around the corner. Then you just need to run past the stacks and to Malarkey Circle, and then you'll be there. Okay. The voices in the back of your head continue whispering uh, sweet somethings. I don't think anyone can really call them nothings. (laughs) And you make a wisdom save. Yep. I'll roll its its attack here.
1: A little bit better. Uh 15. Uh,
0: unfortunately a fifteen is not gonna do it. Dang. Eleven points of psychic damage cool. to you. Um as the voices continue whispering, we could do so much more in your place. Release us from this confinement.
2: Alright. Uh I'm going to um just, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna swing directly into the thing that was just blasted away half my skin. At least that's what it felt like. And uh, yeah, uh, roll to hit. <sighs> that's a ten. The you go for the swing and you make the
0: perfect swing and then you realize that it was like the phantom sensation of your other leg that was leading you into the attack. And so again, you kind of stumble into the wall. Uh, you need to uh, readjust your, your fighting technique and you haven't yet. And so you take a swipe, but it doesn't quite hit. Um, the The construct above you is going to use a reaction to um, basically leap backwards. So it reaction like thrusts itself away from you up towards the top of the pendant. Um, as it does, it provokes an opportunity attack. If you want to use your reaction for that, you can. Since you weren't able to use evasion, you still have your reaction.
2: <laughs> I didn't hit it.
0: That brings us to the top of initiative. Mm-hmm. So that brings us back to the two constructs. So um, the the construct that has rushed away from Zothkug comes running around the corner. Um, it has not identified the that fox is like a threat it thinks he's a one legged dude standing there and so it actually comes to a stop right next to you fox and it just looks in the door of the the four guys ventures and vibes headquarters and you can see three ciphers activate on it all at once and it's clearly taking a scan or capturing information or doing something with the four guys location chat has granted a boon and with that boon in mind fox if you want it i'll give you another opportunity attack to try and hit this thing as it goes by you,
2: you, you come get on out fox my face.
0: Oh. <sighs> well poor fox is just having a really hard time making any progress with his leg like this you know gone the other construct that is invisible um we're or he's visible now we know where he is so he left backwards up the pendant um, he is actually, he's the one that Zothkug can see because as Zoth rounds the corner, that first construct like crouches down. We see a cypher globe across it, its shoulders and its knees. And then it leaps as if using the jump spell back across the pendant uh, towards the stacks. So it's actually leaping towards Zothkug. Zoth, you get the feeling that it is leaping, like it's leaving, not trying to attack you um if that if that makes sense so it takes that leap um and uh zothkug that actually is your turn Uh, so you can either dash past it or you can run up to this one and attack it
1: i need to spend some time healing okay uh so i'm going to cast a healing word on myself oh sorry cure wounds on myself
0: You're going to try if you beat a DC 17 wisdom check.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh, that's a 16. A
0: 16. Okay, so you are unable to use healing magic on yourself. However, the rod can only oppose you once per turn, so you're not going to take any further psychic damage this turn. It just can't... You just can't heal yourself.
1: Okay, uh, so that's my spell. I guess I will then just move 30 feet, bonus act... Or, how far away is the construct? 60 feet-ish. Okay, um... I'll get within 30 feet of it, so I'll move my 30 feet. And then, uh, bonus action, move my spiritual weapon 20 more feet. Your spiritual
0: weapon is just lazily like moving along the bridge. It might even be out of range for now. It's probably
1: out of range. It's definitely Um, out of range. I just like the idea of it, like just a floating (laughs) sword being there.
0: Radford and Alan like look up trying to get a glimpse of what happens and all they can see is this green tinted scimitar lazily floating through the air across the bridge.
3: Allen's response to that is
0: <laughs> uh, This brings us to Fox's
2: turn. Alright, so there's still one in front of me, right? There is. Alright, well you ain't gonna make a fool out of me. Yeah.
0: It's making a fool out of you.
2: I oh, always have to check for the nat 1. I didn't get it though, but I did roll a 4, which, which is 10, which is not enough.
0: Nope, you are unable to hit it. Fox again trying to take a swing at the stationary target that's not looking at him and unable to get his technique right. Um, having a lot of trouble landing the hit. It also, it doesn't help that you've got Shadow Walker in your head. Like, no, it's all in the wrist, like change the way you're swinging. It's it's a little bit more like this, trying to like coach you through technique, I
2: know how to fight.
0: Um, and that brings us back to the constructs turns, the construct in front of you in perhaps the most disrespectful thing. Any of the constructs have done to you in this fight seems to have concluded its scan and it begins to leave. Uh, it (laughs) leaves going around the pendant opposite like away from you it was rushing away from you and back towards the stacks it also activates a cypher of haste as it does this Um, or I guess it already has haste on it it's using that right now so it's probably got one or two more turns it zooms around the corner and rushes off with haste Um, Zoth the construct that's near you Uh, that one's using the jump spell, and so it's going to just leap over you and past you. You do get an opportunity attack if you want it to try and hit it out of the air and bring it down.
1: I will use it.
0: Okay. What are you opportunity attacking it with? I'm just trying to grab it. Okay, you're trying to grab it. So that's like a grapple, so use athletics, but uh, yeah, just use athletics. Okay. And it's going to oppose you. I'm going to give it... I'm not going to give it advantage. That's fine. Just attack. Uh, 16. You win. It tries to leap over you. Zothkug's burly orcish arm reaches up and you just snatch it right out of the air. Woo. Uh, you, it, it's force kind of spins you around. So you're facing the other direction as it kind of falls gracelessly to the ground, but manages to land on like one knee. So it's not like prone or anything like that, but you have brought it back down to the ground and you have engaged it in a grapple. I won't, I won't like let it roll to escape or anything like that for this turn. Awesome. Um, Behind you, you hear the whizzing servo motors of rushing footsteps as another construct comes whizzing away from Malarkey Circle and rushing towards you. The one that you're holding uh, seems pretty beat up. You get like it, it seems like someone has like stabbed this a bunch of times, and <laughs> things are happening. Hi. Um, so that happens, and we find ourselves at Zothkug's turn. Um,
1: I'm gonna try. Casting sacred flame on it It's a dex save so would it get disadvantage Or would it, it just It would have disadvantage Okay It fails Okay Uh, So Zothka um, Just like having it in a grapple And very uh, pissed off at these things And his evil state um, Just this flame Radiates from his hands Into the creature as he's grappling it
0: Awesome How much damage does it take? 14 radiant damage Awesome you uh, send this flame rushing into it, and you get the feeling as it hits that, like maybe fire isn't the most effective way to fight these things. Like it still takes some damage, but it seems like it maybe is—it's it, resisting it pretty well. Okay. Um, as the as the fire hits it, um, and kind of like splashes onto it there, and deals some damage. And uh, in fact, it—it it seems like now this thing is not functioning properly. It's like, you know, and like trying to move and some parts of it aren't working and its joints might be getting overloaded. This is pretty close to, to, to knocked out of the fight here. Okay. Um, and that concludes Zothkug's turn. Fox, you are now alone on the back of Malarkey Circle. <clears throat> um, you have a couple of four guys' weapons on the ground at your feet. Um, you have You haven't even looked in the building yet. Um, Grubbug has taken something out of the tension pool. Thank you, chat. And you are...
2: Yeah, I don't know. What you doing? Well, uh, first things first, I'm grabbing an ice rifle. Okay. Uh, and can I still see them? No.
0: they're on. You would have to go around to the pendant to see them.
2: All right. Well, I swing around to look for them. Don't see them. I'm going to give up, and I'm going to search... Uh, I'm going to peek inside... Uh, roll a perception check for me. Listen, all right. I, I I got another two on the die. Oof. I've been rolling nothing but twos for like. You look inside and it.
0: You can't even really take in like relevant details regarding safety, because you the place is just an absolute disaster. You've only seen this place for like a day and a half now, or whatever. Maybe not even that long. Um. But you look in, and the floor is scattered with the dead bodies of young Red Viper gang members. You can see like trash and, and detritus scattered about the floor, um, paperwork that you know either hadn't been moved properly or would it like left behind stuff from four guys. Things are just scattered about. The whole thing looks like a disaster. There's blood spattering the walls. There's scorch marks on the floor, burn marks. It's smoky in there. And just overall, it's it's like a real disaster. And that's like the first thing you hear in your head. The next thing that is in your head is someone going, I guess they didn't attain very much glory. <laughs> we jump back around to the top of initiative and the two constructs. One of them has been grappled by Zothkug. It's going to try to escape. You hear it, <laughs> this one that you've nearly broken. It's doing like a last ditch. I got to get out of here. Um, you feel the kinetic energy building up inside of it. And then it finally... <laughs> tries to leap free, it's going to roll an athletics to oppose you. I got a 14. Uh, it got a 22. Dang. It kicks you backwards for four points of damage as the all of that tension in its knees just, its metal legs four? slam into you. Yeah, four points of damage as it kicks you away and it goes rocketing on its back, just like sliding away from you. Um, stands up about 10 feet away using another however much movement and then because it's got the jump cipher it's going to just leap away from you so it's like frog mode like leaping down the thing so it leaps towards the stacks and makes it another 20 40 feet something like that zoth um,
1: falls to minus one hp
0: zoth falls to minus one hp and he falls unconscious uh zoth Kug luckily did not fall unconscious by the rod of seven parts um unluckily for Zothkug. He's going to make his rolls at disadvantage as the rod of seven parts is trying to take him over and like oh force him, no. like take like steal his soul back basically. Um, so don't oh make no. your first death save yet. This round is not one, okay. but um, the next round you'll make your first death save and don't tell us how you do on them. Uh, okay. Let it be a mystery until we have an outcome. Um, the second construct rushes past your fallen form and sprints off into the distance um, at this point, initiative has ended and Fox, talk to me about what you're going to do because Fox is the closest and Zothkug, periodically, I'll just ask you to roll the next save. You okay. can roll the first one
2: now. The only okay. thing I can think of to ask right off the bat was, did I ever see Zoth round that corner? No, because he never made it around the corner. He's up by the stacks. Uh, you said make
1: him at disadvantage?
2: Yes. Okay. Then if I never saw him, I have no reason to check on him right away. Sadly. Uh just to be clear about like setting and context,
0: as a reminder, Fox, all of your people are on Rumley. So it's not unrealistic that Fox might leave at some point. But you're right, he doesn't know that Zoth is there to go look for him.
2: Um I'm Um, I'm probably gonna just quickly check around to see if there's anything else that got, you know, pulled out or as of of note laying uh, around. Yeah, roll an investigation
0: check for me. And this is not a dexterity skill, so you do not need to roll it at disadvantage for your limp.
2: I got you. Investigation is an 18.
0: All right. Uh, On an 18, your investigation of the space You can see that it looks like from, you know, you saw some of these marks on the ground from like damage and things like that in the fight that happened with the red vipers. But some of them are too precise. It looks like there were measurements that might have been taken. They're like in exact corners and things like that. Hmm. Like this area was being mapped by the construct that was here. And um, chat has actually granted a boon. And so as you're looking through the area, you also come across um, another single use consumable cipher that was left Ooh. behind um, sitting inside. And I'll decide in a second what, what the cipher is of because I actually have a list of the things that Randy was researching how to make. Um, but you come across a, a single-use consumable cipher and you don't know what it does yet. Okay. But other than that, your investigation shows the place has been really torn apart um, in in sort of a weird silver lining a lot of the paperwork and stuff that was overlooked by the other people helping four guys move out was destroyed in the fight. And so there's a lot of like incriminating evidence, not incriminating, but like, you know, clues as to what you were up to that are, are no longer valid, but you have no idea if that happened before or after the first scout construct was in the building. So it may still have been seen. You're not really sure. Okay. Um, yeah.
2: Um, I'm gonna do a cursory look just in the rooms to see if there's anybody alive. Uh yeah. Uh you see one person
0: who is unconscious but still breathing, and
2: everybody else is dead. Alright, well I'm gonna pull my one man out to the main street and and do some like basic first aid if I okay. can. Uh
0: yeah, go ahead and roll medicine for me. And it takes a, a while to sl- Okay, you rolled a two. You're not able to really, like, help him in any way. You're just like, that looks like it hurts. Um, but you don't do any damage. It's not like you hurt him further. Sure. Um, he's just still unconscious there. You aren't even really able to tell if he's stable or not. Um, while that's happening, Zoth, go ahead and roll your second death save. And we're going to actually cut down for the first time to the ninth tier okay. where uh, Radford is next to Owlin, Allen's just woken up as a reminder from being unconscious. Radford's been kind of using some some of his brewer's kit to make like a makeshift painkiller for him and, and kind of get him back to one hit points. And um you don't know how the fights above you have fared. You just know that two of the constructs made it to the tenth tier. Uh,
4: uh come on, big guy. And uh, I pack him pap him on the cheek uh, cheek a little bit.
3: Uh, 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 I don't even know if I can get up.
4: It's okay. I... Just, just take that pain, put it in the back part of your mind, square it away. And let's go.
3: Alan's gonna gonna attempt to feebly get up. I think he'll he'll try to reach out an arm to yep. you know, have Come Radford here. help him up. You can use my cane. Um, and uh, kind of feebly stand up. He is just. Allen's never suffered an injury like this before fighting the Aboleths, uh, was a big thing, but he never reached the, like he has never in a game sense, never gotten to negative as many hit points as he got before. Yeah. Um, and the
0: broken rib and the organ damage. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's all that
3: stuff is tough. So Alan's going to be going to be slowly hobbling to wherever they need to go. Um, He's kind of, like, trying to regain his his bearings a little bit. Uh, the other, what happened to the other
4: two? I don't know. They're doing stuff up there. But I can't leave you here. You need time to rest, and you can't be resting on the ground here. So we need to get you somewhere.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Alan, like, has, like, a moment of, like, well, we left the four guys' headquarters. Don't worry about,
4: don't worry about where. You get up. I'll take us somewhere. Okay. You just you just think one foot in front of the other Try to get that pain out of your mind. Think about something good. Think, okay. Think about
3: something nice Alan's gonna Alan's gonna like help you get up with Radford's help and kind of put one step in front of the other you, Feebly this cane and hold it with your other hand. I'll stay on your left. Okay Alan will do that and he's he's thinking about What is he thinking about? He's thinking about his childhood and the the library and the the floating peak and also key lime pie. I like that suggestion from Willa. So there's a small crowd that had gathered
0: around you when you fell and then they stayed back at Radford's insistence, you know, stay back, let me take care of mm-hmm. him um in the last session. That crowd, as you stand up and begin to move there, you can see like However bad you feel, you kind of you as as a soldier, you're used to looking at a group for confirmation of how bad an injury actually is. Yeah, these people won't even look you in the eye. They like cringe as Ugh. soon as you stand up. You must look as bad on the outside as you feel on the inside. Scratches Ugh. and cuts and blood and you know bruises, yeah. bruises and whatever. Um, Ooh,
3: can can Alan check real quick? Can Alan check his pack? He's 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 going to be worried that um. He he wants to check if Big Boy and the Blunderbuss are 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 damaged at all.
0: Totally valid. Uh, yeah, have him check his pack. And as he checks his pack, I think it's only fitting that Wash rolls the percentile for whether they are broken or not. Wash isn't playing and, Jeb, so Wash doesn't
4: want uh, that responsibility. I know,
0: but it's just in honor in honor of the guy. <laughs> you know, Wash <laughs> is gonna roll uh D one hundred, and uh there is with a fall that long, I feel like there's at least a fifteen percent chance that something breaks. So if the roll is a fifteen or lower, then um one of those two things has broken and I'll flip a coin for which
4: I got a fifty.
3: Fifty, okay. <sighs> okay. <sighs> <laughs> Woo, Alan, you had us on the ropes. <laughs> Alan breathes a big sigh of relief and like feebly put his pack puts his pack back on his back. Um yeah, that was definitely the main thing he was worried about, possibly. Getting getting hurt.
0: The um like bits of construct and whatever that are scattered around you on the bridge, some of them are like still sparking and whatever. Um a couple of the like more adventurous members of the crowd are like picking a couple of them up. Like, what is no, that's this? That's what was that's that That's evidence. You know, like starting to try and figure out. they they <laughs> set it back down quickly and and jump back. Sothka, go ahead and roll your second save. Again, don't tell us how it went. This will be my third one. Uh that's what I mean. Yeah. Roll your third <laughs> save. Um and yeah, unless there's something definitive, don't tell us how it goes. Um, cause eventually, in fact, don't even, even if you get to a definitive point, like don't tell us cause eventually someone will come across you and you'll tell us what they find. Um, and that's what we'll do. So you tell them not to touch that the crowd puts it down again and they, they step back again. Everyone is kind of frozen in indecision. Um, you can see that there's there are no members of this tier's city watch here because if you'll recall, Radford sent them away with his gemstone guardian's medallion. He said, "Like go and tell them that we're under attack," mm-hmm. and so the city watch have left to go and do that thing because they were like, "Well, he outranks us right now," and so they took the medallion and, and ran off. So it's just you and like spectators.
3: Hmm. Uh, where where are we? Where are we going?
0: Where's the nearest
4: hospital? We gotta get this guy there quick. I'm just like pointing out at uh, the crowd.
0: Uh, there's there's a um, there's an there's an apothecary uh there there's an apothecary a little a little ways from here. Let let's go and a couple of the people in the crowd, um, maybe a little bit braver, a little bit less you know scared in this moment. They're like, yeah, we, we can take you to an apothecary. And I'm going to begin leading you. I'm
4: going to pick out somebody else from the crowd, just like some some random person. I'm just gonna say like you. When they get back. Tell the guards. Tell, tell the Gemstone Guardians that we went to. Was that Father Carey's name? We'll take you to Allgreens. <laughs> We're going to Allgreens. You, you don't let anybody touch this stuff till the Gemstone Guardians get back. And I'll know where to find you if you do. We start walking off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay. So you begin heading off towards all greens around this time is probably when Fox has like done his best with his ministrations and like, well, there's not really anything I can do for this red Viper guy, but I brought him outside. So he's got fresh air. He's not in the smoke. And you know, I guess, I guess he's here now. Um, go ahead and Zothkug roll another death save for us. And then Fox talk to us about what you're going to do next. Okay. Um,
2: after doing what I think was best for the, uh, Viper, Mm -hmm. um, I think about creating a Molotov and then don't. Okay. (laughs) And then, uh, proceed to, uh, limp my way back after placing shadow Walker back at my, uh, stump, um, back towards, um, where I originally was. Which okay, was back towards Rumley? Rumley's, yep. Okay, so
0: you head back towards Rumley. That limping walk is probably going to take you more than six seconds to come around the corner, so let's get one more save from Zoth if he needs it, um, if it's relevant, and then you'll come across Zoth. So Zoth, tell us what we find when Fox gets to you.
1: Uh, do you, do you find a Zothcug unresponsive.
0: Oh, no. Fox, you come around the corner, and they in front of you, sprawled on the ground, uh, skin uh, green as it was when you met him, despite having been blue and gray in between. His pot cracked a little bit, laying to the side, but bes- like laying beside him. Leaves spilled on the ground. The rod of seven parts poking out just a little bit is Zothkug laying on the ground. I'm
2: going to rush up and do a
0: medical check he's not breathing no pulse no anything
2: is there anybody in the streets even looking out a window anything uh no because when the robots ran through the
0: or the constructs ran through like everybody ran back inside to hide so it's like
2: up here it's like windy desolate street no 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 um i'm i'm going to start uh i'm looking through his pot looking for the the magic leaves the plant is there it's in the pot uh I, I I don't know what to do with them um I I, 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 I kind of just press it up against his forehead um, and I, I, I keep trying that just to see if something happens and then
3: uh Zoth
2: come on you gotta you gotta wake up man I'm uh I'm gonna give him a few light slaps in the face come on Zoth nah, come on Come on, man.
0: No response.
2: Uh, Chat
0: has granted a boon. So someone comes out from the stacks, you know, the, the kind of blue collar area where all the smiths are. Um, someone does come out and see you. Um, and they they look over and go, like, they don't even know what to say. They just, what, what, what happened? What, what, uh, what do you mean? Do you know what happened? well so the big the the big thing it jumped off the top of the of the pendant and he tried to stop it he caught it out of the air but it like i don't know it it kicked him or something like it like escaped from him and when it when it kicked him it like ran away and he was just laying there and
2: where did you call did you call like a medic did you call what
0: what medic would i call man like I
2: i don't know there's a local doctor street doctor or something right
0: I I don't know, man. I mean, I guess maybe we could like check on Rumley or something. But like, I you we'll know go check we, on Rumley for God's sakes. The guy like nods and and runs off as fast as he can. Um, he runs <laughs> off towards Rumley.
2: Um, I'm gonna try to put the rod in like Zos hand to see if that does anything. Uh, does touching the rod do anything to me when I try to do that?
0: Uh. Mm-hmm what's your wisdom score
2: bleak uh well wisdom of 12.
0: wisdom of 12 you try to touch the rod and it like you can't like a wave of force sort of pushes your hand back away from it Uh, you're not
2: even able to lift it uh i I'm, i'm gonna try to like i i guess is there any obvious injuries
0: Uh, gashes he's got like big bruises and stuff yeah um because he just got kicked like i guess in the chest from something he was he was sort of holding down so yeah he's he's got like these two huge
2: bruises on his ribs um uh, uh uh i'm just gonna start dragging him towards um rumley's okay uh, you
0: start dragging him. So Fox, just like one legged alone on the street. Oh, it's pitiful. Over I am.
2: I'm literally just both arms wrapped around his shoulders, pushing with the one leg I have against the cobblestones,
0: rushing backwards, but rushing doesn't even mean that much when you've only got one leg. He's moving, trying to do the most that he can. Allen and Radford, uh, you head to all greens. Um, you walk in and there is uh, a person there named phil who works at all greens they've got various you know healing supplies and tools for you um, they see the condition that alan is in and as an extension of the boon from chat they are kind of moved with compassion and so they'll provide you one potion of greater healing um, as as a, a free thing they just like hand that to you like hey dude
3: you just got to drink this um, and what effect that has what effect does that have on my major in- injuries or anything or is it just hit points uh
0: that's just hit points
3: okay um
0: so your major injuries just as a reminder for you and chat um your injuries require basically downtime to heal so yeah. you can you can take a, a downtime day where you're receiving magical healing you need four of those to be completely cured downtime days with no magical healing you need 20 of those to be completely cured um and that's that's what you're you're working with yeah um okay so that happens where are you headed next i think fox will probably be a while um trying to get soft back to back to rumley
3: um alan will will take the the potion of greater healing and kind of he looks better, but he's still like he internally. He is still very hurt Um, He's gonna like turn to uh, Radford and just like uh, I Mean do we? Go up and see what what the damage is. I don't seem to hear anything You're the boss, and it does sound right like now. the fight has worn down. Yeah, you're the boss you telling me well I, Yeah, I guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alan, he's gonna kind of like look at Radford like, I, I, My plan
4: was to go up. You don't
3: have to treat and me. And kick
4: some, kick yes, some that... construct booty. But then you started falling, so I'm here to make sure that you're not dead. And here we
3: are. So what's the next move? Yep. Yep, I let's go up. I may let's... not be able to fight very well, but... Let's as in both of us? Well... I don't know. I'll stay here. You go up, come back and tell me what, what, what happened. Alan's going to like sit back down. (laughs) Okay. So
0: where, where are you leaving Alan? Is he staying at all greens or you going back to like where he fell? Yeah. That
3: little, that little plastic chair
4: that's off the side that has like the heart monitor, like, you know, where you check your blood pressure (laughs) and just set him down on that chair outside the pharmacy
0: Yeah, so you're you're sitting there looking at like an, an oddly cheerful gnome on a billboard who's like, Look, like diseases, but you know, like they're just advertising <laughs> some over-the-counter medicine or something like that.
3: Alan's um, got a big the bit he bought the biggest water skin he could find. Yeah. And he's just he's just gonna nurse that. Yep. Smart water, skin.
0: Um, Smart water skin. Yeah. Radford, uh are you I assume then if you're going by yourself, you're gonna try your vertical run again?
4: Yeah, it's uh it's it's danger time. So, okay. Know, no time for for him to be danger zone.
0: Yep. So, based on that, um where you are is like on closer to the same edge of the 10th tier where Malarkey Circle is. So, you're able to run up um, a pillar that's pretty close to that area, and you actually hop off onto the flush, which is just behind the stacks. It, there's a waterfall that's falling here, and this is where the blacksmiths of the stacks cool their work when it's done. Um, so you hop over here, the smell of dirty water and smog kind of hanging in the air, and as you push through, just on the other side, you see um, one-legged fox, arms under Zothkug's shoulders, pulling him around the corner towards Rumley people from inside of um the top floor tavern have seen and have rushed out into the street to run over and try and help fox they're running towards him you are on the other side walking you know through the stacks and so he's just a little ways ahead of you
2: i need a cleric i need a, i need a medic i need something anybody
4: i i run up to um to fox and zoth and just slip right into place. Arm up under the shoulder. Fox is obviously struggling with; his just one leg. Um,
2: yeah. then- I at this point have just been crawling with I'm so um I'm here, boss. I try what to stand need? up. I I he, uh, he he's not he's not doing hot. Um, I don't have any extra we, potions. We we need we need to get him something, man. We need to. I uh, he, he's. We need to do something. What we happened to do to him? something. I I don't I the, the 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 scout's must have gotten him when I wasn't looking I I didn't I didn't know he was up here. I I I I didn't know he was laying in the street. I I'm going to uh lay him down on the ground. I didn't know for a
4: second. And like okay. Fox obviously seems frazzled. I'm going to do a medicine check on him.
0: Okay. Uh, he, he's definitely dead. Um, he's been dead at this point for longer than one minute. So it would take more than, um, the, the one minute cleric spells to bring him back. If you were going to try,
4: it's a 23 on my medicine check. If that matters
0: cause of death, um, you, it seems like his injuries are not proportionate to a death. Like he's been beat up. Like he was in a fight and you can see there's some scorch evidence, on one of his arms where like you, you're you pretty sure that must have been some kind of like radiant damage. You can see bruising on his ribs where something kicked him. Um, but it it shouldn't have been enough to kill him. Like something else definitely affected him.
4: Um, as I'm like...
2: We just need to get to a cleric, right?
4: As I'm like, I like unbuttoned his shirt, kinda press my ear next to his chest and check his eyes, no movement. Um, I'd like to, like, feel the key points on his body um, and see if I can detect any residual disturbance of some kind.
0: That's a great idea. Go ahead and roll uh, either medicine or investigation with advantage.
4: Uh, that is, I'm going to do it medicine because I am not very smart um and that's going to be a 24
0: uh 24 between your 24 and the fact that chat has granted a boon I'm going to give you even more than what I was I was going to give you so what I was going to give you for a good roll is you can see the there is something wrong with the key up at the top of his spine like a spe- mm-hmm. like near his brain and in that area you can tell that he's taken psychic damage um, Chad has granted a boon, so we're going to go deeper. As you're kind of examining that area, you tap into your own key. And for, I don't know, maybe 20, maybe 30 seconds, you hear this chorus of voices. There must be 70, 72 of them all whispering and cheering and exulting. And you can hear the, the phrases that kind of break through to you are things like, we get another try. We have been
2: freed. We will
0: rule. And things like that they they whatever they are they appear to be seeking power and they feel that what some obstacle to their their conquest has been removed and that they have um a new opportunity to like go about their their will
4: i stand up take a uh, a bit of a solemn stance and uh bend over and i close Zothkug's zothcug's eyes what
2: are what are, what are you doing
4: and then maybe just we, we, put my hands together and i just bow a little bit and i uh, was, say a prayer to kelnor no no no
2: no 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 he's he's this is important don't interrupt we me we just need to get him just, just need to get him he revives be ever true. And may you drift
4: upon the lazy smoke to the better place.
2: This, this, this wasn't how. This. He just needs a, a cleric, right? We we have listen. We have we have listen. the raw
4: fox's shoulders. Listen, listen to me. Eyes eyes up here. Look at me. He needs a cleric, but there's no magic. Hasn't been for a couple years now, kid. No,
2: the the rod. Uh, and I I looked down the street, probably about the the twenty feet I was able to make the the rod. And and we we had we had a, we had a contingency. We just. He was the contingency. We just need another cleric. We we can do this. He he's he's he's, he's not dead. He is dead. He is he's no not 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 yet. He's don't I smack give him up in the face him. and say, "Listen,
4: you can't fix anything until you know the problem." He's dead. All right. I he's no dead.
2: no. He, I'm sorry. You listen. Listen, the the rod and I, I look around the one moment of clarity I have and I whisper to him, the rod has magic. It has a weave. Right? And and we, we have we have an expensive I he, he talked about like some gem. We needed an expensive gem and we just need a cleric. And and that that's what we need, right? From magic years ago. We have it. We have we have with the broad. We so I, I'm pretty sure we have a gem in one of our packs, and we can I do start this, to right? pat
4: down Zothkug.
1: See if I can sure find enough, this. You find,
0: I believe Trevor. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you do have a diamond,
2: right? You. Everyone you got. Which,
1: everyone should have. I think we split it. I'm not okay, sure so if we among one. ourselves. Yeah, I'm so I'm sure. Sure. Did I just have one that was enough for
2: everyone? Yeah.
0: I think you just have one, but I okay. I seem to remember you buying one. So yeah, you do find yeah. a diamond of sufficient value for... It was the diamond you used for Revivify, right? That's the one you yeah. bought? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Do I know
0: the time limit for Revivify? Roll an Arcana check. Oof. You've been around for a long time, so roll it with advantage. been
4: around for a long time, but it's smart boy, I am not um that's a 15 minus one 14.
0: yeah you've heard it probably well during your time with the Society of the silver Sky mm. you you heard about the revivify spell so you know about how I got some clerics uh, there it requires a creature to have died in the last minute okay
4: all right listen this isn't gonna do it not right now but if what you're saying is true it means there's a chance, but we got some work to do. Take my hand.
2: Uh... Okay. Take it. Take his hand? And pull him
4: up on his feet. You got no time for slouching around. We got work to do. Watch him. He's dead. He can't get any worse right now. But we need his body intact.
2: Right? So we can't- we can't bring him back.
4: We're gonna try, but time is of the essence.
2: You hear that? You hear that, Zoth? We're gonna you're gonna be okay, buddy. And I pat Zoth's shoulder. All right. What? Do, what? What do we need to do?
0: At this point, some of the people from Rumley have also reached you, and so they're able to, like you know, Redford, or Zoth, Fox. You can give orders, and they'll yeah. they'll contribute. You know, they they get us uh, a whale or, are... or a cart. And uh I'm, bring a cart, bring a cart. And the call goes down the line until uh it's only a few minutes until a cart is wheeled up from the stacks. This you know, the blacksmiths have carts. They that they can handle.
4: And I'm gonna walk down and pick up the rod.
0: What's your wisdom score? Fourteen. Let me check. I think that's not enough. Uh
3: Are you going to make Alan have to hobble down from All Greens to grab this rod? <laughs> hobble <laughs> up, even. You have to hop- it's only one more oh, than you. It's fifteen. Have to
0: hobble up. I'm checking. I'm checking. You feel this same wall of force that Fox felt as he reached towards it, but eventually your hand is able to close on the rod. And while it feels a little uncomfortable, you are able to lift it and move it. It feels heavier than it should have been. Mm.
4: And uh examine it a little bit. No? Okay. And I'll unroll my my bedroll, slide it into one of the tool slots, roll it up for safekeeping, and buckle the belt and head back to Fox. Okay. I don't know. I don't understand this thing. I don't know what this is. But it feels yeah. wibbly wobbly, so you, it lends
3: a little I bit to we- uh what Fox said. We told you our quest and what we're trying to do, so I think you should know what it is. You probably don't know how it works. But we told you about the rod and the avatars and stuff.
0: I don't know. He hasn't seen one in person. I've got
3: negative okay. one intelligence. Just saying, I, if you told
4: me, I probably don't remember.
3: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm just, I was just saying that, like, I, there was a point on the particular ride where Alan tried to, like, fill you in.
2: Tried is the key word here. Yep.
0: <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, what are we doing group?
2: What are we doing gang? Uh, I am following, um, orders given to me that might save Zoth.
0: Okay. So, uh, Radford and Fox, um, where do you take the body or like, what are, what are your next steps? Yeah, boss. That's, uh, uh, I think probably the best thing to do is
4: meet up with Allen. And see what, uh, see what he's, uh, yeah, just kind of get everybody back together. All
2: right, Let's and go then, down to, then we can find a cleric. Yeah. Right. We don't know where um, they
4: are, um, but we're going to are you bringing, need to find somebody and ask.
0: Are you bringing Zoth with you to meet up with Alan?
4: Uh, Fox I mean, is going to try. <laughs> well, we kind of don't have a headquarters anymore, so we kind of don't have a place to just hang out and do stuff and we're just sitting here with him in a wheelbarrow for now. Oh, uh, uh,
2: Radford, um, go, go back, uh, speaking of, of HQ, if, you go back towards ours on the ground, uh, you should see some tools that really need picking up, and not left around for anybody to just grab.
4: You okay? You get
2: you got him? Uh, I'm gonna look at some random audience person pointed the you can you help me?
0: Yeah, of course. I, I'll help. Okay, yeah, let's do it.
2: Take the verticulator
4: down to uh, All Greens, and I'll meet you down there. All
0: right all, right, all right, all Greens, ninth, ninth tier. I've I've been there before. I can I can show him the way.
2: Oh, thank God! All right, uh, let's go. All
0: right, and they head off to do that. Radford, you rush back to the Four Guys HQ, and just as Fox described, you can see there are still like some fragments of paper notes that are readable. there are a couple of supply just like miscellaneous supplies, weapons, um things like that that are kind of left on the ground. Um
2: do I see the
4: stuff that he's look
0: that he's telling me to look for?
2: Specifically, I was referencing ciphers and weapons. Sure,
0: yeah, so you find you find two consumable ciphers um left over. Okay, I picked those and up. And you've been working with Randy long enough that you know what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the they are both ciphers of haste. Okay. Two consumable ciphers of haste.
4: And is are the gun pieces there?
0: Yes, there's a broken rifle of ice shard there on the ground. One, because um Fox took the other one, and there's several bats. Um, it looks like most of the other weapons got... Those bats are all crap. all of the other weapons, I should say, got moved. It's true. And there's something poetic about leaving them there with the Red Vipers. <laughs> well. Something horrifyingly poetic.
4: Before I leave, um, before I leave, yeah? uh, I'm going to take the bats. Well, I want to do as best I can to, to make it look like the Red Vipers did this.
2: How?
0: Um. In what way? Like, well, I guess people do that—they
4: were already there, so they were probably already fighting stuff while they were there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can. I mean, you, the can, pot. you can.
0: You can. You can like make sure there's no four guys like signage around, like you know the the sign on the outside of the door and stuff like that probably hadn't been replaced yet. So maybe you can tear all that stuff out. Yeah.
4: I'll do that. Let's you know, spend take a little the name bit.
0: off of Yaz's office and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
4: I'll do that. You okay. spend a little time.
0: You do that. Um, meanwhile, down on the ninth tier, Alan, you're just finishing up your third large water skin when the door opens and you see uh, two people in plate mail walk in. They've got the emblem of the gemstone guardians on them and they're being led by one of the like sort of random civilians who was, you know, back at the scene where you fell. And Radford told him, if the gemstone Guardians come, tell them this. And the guy brought him to you. So Mm. they brought a gemstone guardian to you and they walk in and they take a look at you and they kind of size you up and they go, whoa, dude, respect. What a what happened what what seems to be the problem and they hand Uh, back radford it's radford's medallion but they hand it back to you
3: yes um enemies of of all of urada but also enemies of of gaim uh, sent scouts um automatons to uh scout out the city for potential weak points um potential areas of attack um And they, as they were patrolling on the first tier, um, me and my companions who we've, we've been separated at this moment, um, spotted them, pursued them, uh, which led to Alan's going to kind of like gesture to himself, uh, this, this, this situation, um,
0: if it makes you feel any better, I saw the other guy and you definitely look better off.
3: Well, I I appreciate that. Um, hopefully, as you probably, if you saw the other guy, you saw that he's you kind of. There's We've got some, some remains over there. It. Yeah, perfect. Um, that may be that may want to be studied, um, but it's not it's not good if the- if the queen and the princess haven't been informed yet. Um, now would be a good time, as well as um, we uh, my 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 myself and my companions. We were here to actually speak with the queen on matters related, we have... And then Alan's gonna... His eyes are gonna suddenly, like, widen. And he'll, he'll just kind of, like, say out loud, but not to them, just like, Laredith. Um. And he's gonna, like, kind of, like, kind of, like, cobble up. It's like, I... We don't... We need... And he's gonna kind of, like, One of try the... to, like, half shuffle out of the All Greens while still speaking to them. Like, we... I need to find laradeth but we need to speak we need to speak to the queen now one of the armored
0: wardens like leans forward and catches you as you hobble forward and is like easy there buddy easy we'll help you get down to the to the first tier all right we can't get you in front of the queen but we can get you into our barracks and we can send someone to try and talk to the queen and see if she'll talk to you okay
3: okay um we we admittedly we tried to do something like that before. And there's seems to be a lot of bureaucracy happening, but we need it's, it's urgent with matters pertaining to the chaos that just happened now.
0: Uh, well, I have a feeling this will be a pretty strong persuasive message when we arrive with the pieces of the thing you have broken. So let's, uh, you want, you want us to take you right down to the first tier right now is what you're telling me, right?
3: Alan's going to like, think for a moment. And then he's going to take out his notebook with his charcoal, write a note, basically saying, heading to the first tier to find Laredith and hopefully speak with the Queen. See you there. Put that on the chair (laughs) he he was just sitting at because he told Radford to return there. Okay. Uh, And then he's going to, uh, yes, yep, yep. Let's do that.
0: Um, Ding! (laughs) The verticulator opens, and Radford, uh, not Radford, Fox, and the rando who's leading him with the cart with Zothkug in it, you follow some more instructions. You cross the ninth tier for a while, and you get to Allgreens, where you find a note on a chair that says, um, headed down to meet up with Laredith, see you there, uh, signed by Alan.
2: Um, Actually, uh, I should... Um, I'm gonna ask around the Walgreens. Uh, do, do you guys? Is anyone? Is there a cleric? Do, do, does a cleric work here?
0: I used to be a cleric. For magic got shut off. You see a guy step out from you know behind a counter. He looks like all retail workers dead inside, but he kind of walks towards you and like what? What? would do you need a cleric for?
2: Come 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 over here. Uh, um, if it, if if magic were back would you be able to help him and i pointed the wheelbarrow in front of me
0: he looks into the cart and his eyes widen and he goes uh whoa how how long ago did did he um um
2: i I mean it was up on uh what what tier is that um oh we we had to go There's down. only one
0: tier above us. It's the tenth tier.
2: Uh, then it was we were on the tenth tier, and more and,
0: than a minute though. Would you say?
2: Uh, uh, yeah.
0: You're gonna need someone stronger than me and with magic to to pull this off, man. This is not like. But then point Who, is, not who is it? Everyday stuff. Who, who would I go to? I'll, I mean. If magic were working, I would make some suggestions. I mean, we've got a temple. You know, there are some some temples. I'm in, just gonna grab them by the shirt. Where's the temple to Oara and whatever? Where's there, the temple? There's a te- the closest temple to Oara is on the fifth tier. I I um, but but like I said, man, there's no there's no magic. Like they don't, you know, the, there's nothing they can do now. Let
2: go of them and immediately pick up the wheelbarrow and like. Radford I'm going to the fifth tier. Radford's not with you. Oh, that's right. Oh wait, there's a guy with me though, right? You're going to add it to the note. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
2: I'm going to look at the chair. Uh, I'm going to the fifth tier. Um, And I'm like, you, what's your name?
0: Are you talking to the random guy?
2: Yeah. Uh, Chris. Uh, Chris, help me get this man to the fifth tier. And I'm going to wheelbarrow my way. Okay.
0: Uh, we, okay. Okay. And so you head back to the verticulator, uh, <laughs> ding, the verticulator doors open and Radford, you walk out and, uh, after asking a couple bystanders for directions, you are led to Allgreen's, where you look at the chair and you see a note that says headed down to the first tier to find Laredith, Meet me there. Headed down to the fifth tier to find the temple of Awara Fox.
4: Dang it. This is why you don't work for two bosses. Um
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Shoulder Owl pops up, says
1: Fifth tier is on the way to the first tier.
3: What the Huh.
2: Oh, that's a uh... Shoulder Fox pops up. Bro I you bother the fifth tier. The man's buying some of the wheelbarrow with a guy and he's got a handle What are you gonna be able to do to help?
0: Fox's shoulder angel says <laughs> I'm going to go
4: down to the first tier. I think Owlin still being hurt is in a more vulnerable state than than Fox. I think there's there's nothing you can do about Zothkug until we kind of, you know, figure that stuff out. Okay. So
0: Okay. Um ding the verticulator door's open and Owlin you are led by two uh plate armored gemstone wardens. To the gemstone guardians barracks you saw this building recently um in fact i think you even went inside briefly um but it is next to the palace where Mm -hmm. the queen lives and so you head over there you're brought inside where a couple of their um medics like kind of bandage up your wounds and tend to you a little bit um they're just mundane things you know bandages and splints and things um, but they they kind of give you a little bit of battlefield medicine there. They give you something for the pain, so it doesn't hurt quite as bad right now. And um, they send a runner to go and see about having you meet with the um, have someone meet with the queen. The uh, runner on the way out happens to run into a significantly more ceremonially armored person. Uh, you recognize this as another of the Gemstone Guardians. You don't know which one, but just based on... You met the Jasper Guardian recently, and so you can kind of tell, like, oh, when they're, like, all done up like this, they're one of the the ten, like, big deal guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so he meets this Gemstone Guardian, and you see him, like, whisper something hastily to him. The Gemstone Guardian shoots a look over at you, and then he says... He said, Larodith," And he comes over to you and says, what's the what's this about the Avatar of Awara? Uh,
3: yes, um, she is somewhere kind of at least last what we, what we talked about was somewhere kind of keeping out of the way, hiding on, on this tier. Um, we, we have freed her and brought her here to speak with the queen, um, on matters directly relating to the commotion that just happened on the upper tiers.
0: Now that he's like closer to you and sort of fading in focus for Alan's weary eyes. Um, you can see that his armor is inlaid with like a bunch of gold. Um, Mm -hmm. and he, uh he he says like well if laredith is down here you should have been taken to the queen at once who uh, why would someone have and he like turns around and he goes we're going to go and see the queen now and you you get the impression that he's like the number two or number one gemstone guardian and like when he says things they just kind of happen chat has granted a boon on your behalf Ooh, nice um, i was just and- say
3: alan internally alan is just feeling like Thank you! Finally, I knew telling someone about this would pay off at some point.
0: <laughs> Alan's like giving away his secret over and over again, trying to find someone who will freak out. Exactly. Um, you, you. Uh, so yeah. So he like turns around and he's like, "We're gonna go and meet the queen." At the same time, ding, the verticulator doors open on the fifth tier. Fox, you and Rando guy from the tenth tier, wheel the um the cart out onto the fifth tier. The fifth tier is uh it's much nicer than the tenth or the ninth tier is. Um and I mean after all the 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 tiers get nicer as you go further down them. So that kind of makes sense. Um the guy from the, the the tenth tier though with you, he has no idea how to navigate this tier. He's never been this low in the city. So I would like you to roll an investigation check with
2: disadvantage to find your way. You said disadvantage? Yes, please. You said investigation? I did. You said 14?
0: I. You said 14. Uh, <laughs> so with a 14, it actually doesn't take you that long. You are motivated right now to find this temple. Um, and so as you begin walking through the haze of like kind of misty eyes and tears and confusion and like you were just in a fight and so the adrenaline's leaving and you're getting that crash that your body has after it's tensed up but you got to push on but you're also like you've got the phantom pain from the one freaking leg and everything Um, you... sort of take in, but don't really notice the details as you're walking through this tier. This is the Emerald tier of the city. And so it has a lot of buildings that are constructed of bright green stone. Um, It's The bridges themselves are actually semi-translucent. You can see down through them. And eventually you come to a building that, um, much like the Labyrinth of Awara that you saw in Tumbleweb, Um, but constructed of emerald it has sort of the walking area for meditation there's the altar in the middle where people would leave their ideas or their prototypes as offerings Um, and there is one attending priest who is just sitting at the back of the room cross-legged she has um, tiefling horns poking out through a little hat that covers the rest of her head and she's got on a long flowing robe with the colors of Awara, and she's sitting down. She's just kind of scribbling quietly on a slate where she appears to be doing some kind of work. She hasn't like looked up as you come in.
2: Excuse me. Excuse uh, me. Yes? Um,
0: what? yes, what can I do for you? I'm gonna she s- sets down the slate and hurries over towards you with that sort of shuffle that people do when they have robes that they could trip over if they're not careful.
2: I'm going to set down the wheelbarrow, and as I do, I am... Going to just collapse on the ground, in exhaustion. Um, and I'm gonna immediately try to pick myself back up. I, you're, um, you're you're a cleric, right?
0: I, 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 yes, I, I am a yes, I, I am a cleric of Awara.
2: So um, if magic if- was still a thing, you'd be able to help him, right? I, uh, I, um,
0: I, d- I don't know. How did how did this happen? What what happened to you? How Okay, wait, let's talk
2: about him first. How did this happen to him? Give me details. I uh we were on uh the 10th uh whatever you call it floor uh a uh, a tier and and he was there was there was mechanical things we were fighting them and and he I didn't know he was on the ground. I didn't know he was with me, and I I didn't check on him, and and then when I got to him, he was like this, and but I I I know we can we can we can save him still because it just you, you're a cleric, right? I I mean I
0: I am a cleric, um, but death is not it doesn't just have like a button that undoes it. If you're not really fast in responding to death, it takes a uh, serious magic and and magic. It doesn't like, there isn't any, um, I, 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 I know that like wingle digits are powerful, but it would, I, I don't know that we would be able to achieve this through. At, <laughs> at least there's no way that I have divided. Perhaps I could, I could, try and construct some sort of mechanism we we only have 10 days with the magic that i'm capable of for me to help this person so i would need to to design and, and construct something that we could power off of off of wingle digits in that time which might i mean it might be possible maybe like i you know i i mean awara is the goddess of innovation i feel like there's no way that would better fulfill her purpose than for me to try and and achieve this for you but i just want to be realistic listen
2: i i I know if that were such a thing obviously we'd probably have it by now right it's the i the 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 cure to death with wingle digits right it's like a holy grail but listen 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 i got if magic weren't the issue as long as you started this within 10 days you're saying you could save him
0: as long as i finished it within 10 days
2: Well, well how long does it take I'm looking it up. <laughs> I know, because <laughs> if I, 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 I can figure out the magic part, and and you, you're the, just gonna have to trust me on we, that.
0: the The way that I would have done it before the darkening,
2: it would require an hour. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Then then that's that's how we need. We, we, we got it. We're good. We're And Fox is just going to pass out.
0: I was just going to say make a constitution save. But yeah, maybe there (laughs) isn't. Matt Fox just falls unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) The verticulator doors open on Radford, who made the split-second decision uh, to change his trajectory and go to Fox instead. And so, Radford, you look out at the emerald tier through... Uh, eyes that are more able to take in what's around them. You can see the bustling gemstone hall, the the city hall basically of this tier Um, you can see market squares, you can see people in lavish clothes walking down streets filled with artisan crafts people you can see that this this is a place that is ready for the harvest celebration. You can see decorations you can see fine foods being crafted and sold off of carts Um, but through the din of it all and looking into the distance you can also see um, emerald pillar, large emerald pillars rising off of a pendant, and inscribed with the emblem of Awara, and so you're able to find the temple fairly easily. You walk in, and there is a uh, bewildered and somewhat overwhelmed-looking priest tiefling. Who is sitting cross-legged on the floor? Her little horns poking out of a hat as she scribbles frantically on what looks to be her fourteenth or fifteenth slate. She is surrounded by ideas with X's over them, and next to her uh, is Fox unconscious on one side and Zothkug dead on the other, pulled out of the wheelbarrow and kind of laid down, you know, respectfully onto the ground. With uh, both of them have like a blanket covering them. Fox has a wet cloth like over his head. And she's, you know, kind of pulled them off to the side, obviously, so people can still use the labyrinth and whatever. But she's just sitting there like scribbling frantically. She doesn't even look up as you walk in. She says, feel free to begin your labyrinth meditation and just continues what she's doing. Um, I say,
4: I, I kind of bow a little bit to her respectfully and I say, I'm like chill and stuff. Good vibe to you
0: ah, a follower of Kelnor, uh, vi- vibes to you as well. And she sits back down. She like She's not trying to be rude, but you can tell she's really not mentally disengaged mm-hmm. from her task. She's just all in on whatever she's doing. I'm with him. Um, Well, with them. But, oh, he... Yeah. For what it's worth, he hasn't actually died. I think he just passed out from the exhaustion. Uh, I just wasn't able to get any kind of remedy for him. We don't have any you know, take potions care or of anything here at the temple. I appreciate okay. you.
4: What, and, what did he say to you? And I start to, like, pick Fox up and just kind of, like, maneuver him into a little bit more of a comfortable position.
0: He he explained about uh, your friend's uh, death here and the situation, and that it was uh, fairly recent, and we talked about... Um, you know, the use of mat and he said that he could maybe get me like access to real magic if there was just a way to bring him back and and revive him. But he's I don't think he was thinking straight from the fight. I I told him there is there is a magic that I am capable of in a world where there was magic within ten days that I could use but I'm not able to use that spell because there is no magic. So what I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to come up with a design where maybe I can use raw sacrium or maybe I can reverse-engineer wingle digits in such a way that I can build some kind of machine that would do this. And, I mean, it would certainly short itself out upon usage. Um, the, the lines between life and death are strange and blurry, but most importantly, the shockwave that is caused by a soul being shunted back into a body is very powerful. I don't know that there's any way that I could you know, contain that in in a, an apparatus. But if it worked once, that would be enough. But I can't get the stupid... And she slams another slate on the ground, and this one cracks as she tosses it aside and pulls out another one. The designs aren't right. And she, like, just sits down and continues scribbling. You know... And Radford
4: kind of sits down cross-legged next to her. I appreciate... I appreciate the hard work... And the intelligence that... that you followers of Awara have, I have a... have a... a great respect. We're... we're kind of like on opposite ends of a spectrum and... and uh... I wonder if uh... You know, maybe we could like... and then he has a... a thought. Oh! You need someone else who's really smart to help you out with this, don't you?
0: I I mean certainly more intelligent minds would not hurt the endeavor.
4: Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going to take the the note that that fox and owl had left on the uh, the chair, and I'm going to wrap up a brownie in it. And I'm just gonna like lay it on Fox's chest, like while well, he's like like. Okay. Here you go, and uh. Just to let him know that I was here. And I'm going to... (sighs) Ma'am, is it alright if I leave him here? Like, will he be safe here? I need to go get a friend. I'm apparently an errand boy Um, today.
0: Safe from... Safe from what? Should I be expecting something?
4: Probably not at the moment. There are some automatons that broke into the city. I'm not sure if you heard all that banging and clanging around. Um that's where these injuries came from. We've taken care of it for now, but uh do you mean the the city is under attack? That's uh, ought to be determined, but it kind of looks like it. Uh or at least I don't know, maybe some folks snuck in.
0: Well, I guess this design is really important then. And she sits back down and continues working. You can leave him here. Certainly no follower of Awara would disturb him. Uh, I do not, I wouldn't lie to you. I don't have any kind of defensive weaponry available no, just, here. Just, this is a place of meditation and worship. Just babysit him if you
4: don't mind and let him know that I'll be back with a friend here shortly. Um. Okay. And I get up to my feet and I just kind of look at Fox for a minute. And, uh... You know, for as annoying and utterly stupid as he is, I think he's a good guy.
0: Okay. That sounds okay. somewhat backhanded, she says, as she continues scribbling away on her tablet, still not even really looking up at you.
4: Um, oh, and I... Probably the first good idea that Radford's had in a long time is we need to get, uh, we need to get, um, Laredith up here to work on
0: this. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So what I would like, to, what I would like to see here is I want Alan and Radford to both roll an investigation check, opposed investigation checks, to figure out who finds Laredith for their Does get an advantage
3: because he's already down there? Sure okay <laughs> uh to figure out who gets
0: lyrative for, so, for their next i don't errand. know if this... what's the check In- investigation yeah it's a posed investigation so it's just whichever of you investigates good so
4: i don't know if this matters but i'm going to be not taking the verticulator since i'm on the fifth tier i'm going to be jumping and climbing down um and just kind of like using the elevation to try and scan as i as i go Okay. Alan
3: got a natural twenty plus Ooh. six. Ooh. Dang, I got an eleven.
4: Probably
0: <laughs> minus
3: one. Okay. Okay. Alan
0: also had a time lead on you as well, yeah, so well, I think even sense. though you were able to leap down, by the time you arrive, like they're probably already inside the palace. Okay. Um, okay. Alan, you have been the you you were like we're looking for a she's using a potion of invisibility i'm not sure where she is we need to Mm -hmm. find her somewhere the the golden gemstone guardian says to you don't worry we'll find her and like five minutes later through no means you've understood or seen a couple of them walk in you see one of them putting away a little eyepiece in their pocket you get you get Mm. the vibe that maybe there was some kind of mechanical uh, intervention happening here. But for whatever reason, they walk in and Laredith says, I, I heard that there was a, whoa, what happened to you? You sustained significant injuries in that fight. Uh, but we get to see the queen now. Okay, good. Uh, sorry. Um, Yes, you injuries, are you okay?
3: Alan's just going to say, falling and then kind of give a thumbs up and like, we, we should go.
0: Okay, <laughs> let's go. And you are led into the palace. Um, You <laughs> uh as as you walk in you know still one of the gemstone wardens assisting your walk the gemstone guardian uh of gold in front of you kind of kicking people out of the way and whatever you see wigbert off to one side uh trying to like solve logistical problems he looks up at you and looks like he's just about to say something and the gold the gold guardian just goes not a word wigbert <laughs> and like walks
3: past wigbert Alan- uh, uh, I was uh, say Al- Alan uh, debates about about uh, whatever rude hand gesture exists in Uradah, and he decides not to use it.
0: Rude hand <laughs> gestures <laughs> exist the same across all fantasy universes, <laughs> just so we're clear.
3: Uh- <laughs> uh, he decide he like he thinks about it, and he's like, "No, that is a yeah, bad uh, idea," and does not.
0: Uh, 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 Wigbert, no, actually, don't say nothing. Do say something, but not to us. Clear the hall, and he sends you to like clear out the receiving hall of uh, uh, other people.
2: Uh, uh, Clear the hall. <laughs> he points <laughs> to somebody <laughs> else.
0: <laughs> Wigford says it. To, delegates <laughs> right away. <laughs> delegates to someone. The hall is cleared and you are brought into um, the... Ooh, I ran into my microphone with my face. You are brought into the receiving hall of the Palace of Gaim where for the first time you see Salin, the Queen of Gaim. Oh, okay. She is seated on her throne She's regal. She is a dark-skinned dwarf. She's got a, a crown on her head, and she has on long-flowing, uh, almost like a toga, uh, velvet, uh, not velvet, violet, a violet toga on, and then like a gold half-cloak that falls off of her right shoulder. Her left shoulder uh, has a, a polder on it that is made of platinum, but inset with every kind of gem that can be mined in Gaim. And so there's this really intricate kind of refinery that altogether forms the symbol of her house. And she looks towards you through um, attentive eyes, but clearly not someone who is um, engaged in the conversation yet. She's been receiving, you know, stuff about the Harvest Festival all day long. She drums her fingertips on her table and she says, Ah, uh, Jeremiah Gold what is the meaning of this and he says this 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 man here has brought Lerodith with him of of oara and she says Lerodith, i i remember her where what has happened to your wings And Lerodith kind of shrugs sheepishly and says it wasn't great uh okay well uh bringer of this woman to my palace what is your name
3: Alan, uh, falls to one knee and it, it could be interpreted out of respect and it could be interpreted out of, holy crap, I can't stand on my own two legs right now. Um, and he says, uh, my, my name is Alan Woodreer, and, uh, we regret to inform you that we bring, uh, foreboding news.
0: And on that note, tonight's Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> <laughs> session comes to a close.
4: Hey, this is Radford. They tell me you can watch these goofballs live every Monday on, hang on a second, twitch.tv slash winged badger gaming.